Hey there, I'm Tom Zuba, and I'm the guy with the two dead kids and the dead wife. And this is episode five already of my brand new podcast called Becoming Radiant. Last night, I had the privilege, really, and the honor of having a conversation with my nephews, Danny and Sam Zuba. They're my brother John's kids. And they are in an amazing band called The Early Sixes. And tonight, I'm going to have a conversation with the lead singer, Matt. I don't really know Matt, but this is Matt's voice. So I'm gonna bring Matt on right now. Hey. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's your new single, Matt. Yep. <laughs> How's it going? How does that feel? Um, I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome to, um, you know, to have it out. I think like, yeah, that song is like, wrote that last July. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's weird, you know, um, to, to actually have these start to come out. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. So, so that song, is that all you, you wrote the whole song? Um, I mean, I, like, lyrically, right? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, everything, like, we run stuff by each other and all that. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely one. That was one that I didn't, like, we didn't really talk about any solid, like, album plans or anything like that. It just, you know, kind of was, like, we were moving and it just felt like something to do, right? <laughs> So, yeah. so when you say we were moving, uh, I, I introduced you before I brought you on. This is Matt, the lead singer of the Early Sixes. You moved from where to where, and who's we? Um, so we moved from. Oh, by the way, are we? Is this like podcast or are we just chatting? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. We're we're being recorded, and it's going to be video and it's going to be audio. Gotcha. Oh, good. I'm glad I did. Uh... I was like gonna test out this whole like setup, and I was like, "Oh, it's a good time to stop catching up, Tom." Awesome. So, uh, yeah. So, we were moving uh, from uh, Arlington Heights, Illinois, to Irvine, California, in Orange County, um, and the we is uh, my wife Michelle, and then uh, my two boys, and then at the time we didn't know we had a baby girl. <laughs> also moving with us so you know she is now um seven months old but yeah so did you guys grow up in arlington heights no i grew up um i grew up on the northwest side of chicago um michelle my wife grew up in rockford um you know we met in college and uh we lived in chicago for like 
Lakeview area for quite some time. And then once we started having kids, we moved out to the suburbs. And yeah, that's where we were until we so, moved here. So I told folks that last night I had a really, really powerful conversation with Danny and Sam. Did Michelle know them from Rockford? Yeah, Michelle um, went to school with, I don't want to... I don't want to misquote here, but I think she went to school dance since like first grade or second grade or something like that. Um, and yeah, I met, um, so like one of, one of the first, I, I knew some people from high school, um, that went to college to Paul, but like one of the like first friends I made to Paul was Nate, our cello player and another friend there. Um, and they introduced me to Michelle. Um, that's how I kind of got to know all these guys actually. So what was your major at DePaul? Oh, geez, what wasn't? Everything. <laughs> um, I did a bit of everything, yeah. Marketing, design, um, you know, I ended up with marketing. Um, but I went to, I actually didn't go straight in the, mar I'm in marketing, um, in my day job, but um, I uh, went to, I was a paramedic after college, actually, oddly enough. And then I went back to marketing um, and design. So, yeah. What did Michelle major in? Marketing as well. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. marketing was the birthplace of the romance? Um, I guess you could say that. I mean, we weren't in any classes or anything together. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, very different areas, but um, when, yeah. when okay, marketing, paramedics. You, 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 I do know that you designed the website for you guys. Yep, that yeah. is. I mean, it is quite spectacular. And when we're offline, I do want to talk with you about designing my website because I absolutely love the way that flows on the tele on the phone. That is really really cool. But yeah. when, when in your life did you realize you were actually a musician, that you were a singer? Uh, oh, a singer? Um, I don't know if I, I, I mean, I don't know if I've ever, if I realize that now. But um, I always, um, you know, loved music. I, I was not like someone who um, took music classes or, or anything like that I was a fan honestly like the first reason I got a guitar and electric guitar was like Blink-182 and and that whole thing um so I, I started playing um and kind of teaching myself in you know like later high school time um and then I um uh, you know just kind of always did in the background I was in like a couple bands in college um doing bass guitar things like that um but yeah and then I never really was like a singer or anything like that until we did the early sixes and it was kind of like by default we needed someone to do it um so I kind of like still am trying my best <laughs> to, to to learn how to do that so so yeah. in 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 your other bands when you were in high school and when you were in college did you sing backup yeah yeah like that that type of thing but not any you know, they were, you know, more like rock punk bands. So, you know, there was no thought of having to sing that much on key or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. so when you were in high school, did you take chorus or madrigals or anything? No. Huh. No, nothing like that. No. What, it, what is it? Okay. So 
you know, you're an adult now, you're married, you have a couple of kids. What does it feel like for you to step in the role of the lead singer of a band? Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if I really see it like that, like, I don't know, you know, I, I don't really see it like, like it's any different than any other member of the band, you know, um, I guess, like, I think like it is, you know, a little, it was a little, um, exposed first few sh shows we did and things like that. Um, so it's definitely, um, you know, and I'm not a big, uh, like public speaker or anything like that in general. So, you know, more, more so the singing, the, uh, the interstitials between the singing was always a, a little more stressful for me than, than the singing itself. Yeah. There's a, there's a little known female singer. I'm going to tell you her name in a minute. Mm -hmm. And what's remarkable is she says that every single time she gets in front of a crowd, she gets sick, she gets nauseous, she's positive, she's not good enough really to go on. She's wondering, yeah. why, why did I do this? This is gonna be my final tour. I mean, her name is Barbara Streisand. Have you ever heard of her? I have, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of, one of the probably best singers of all time, and she's not really sure of herself as a singer. Yeah. Um, but that, that, the last song on the album, the song that Sam wrote, Saved You. Mm -hmm. So I was talking with them last night and I have listened to your album. I told them last night, 25 times. I've listened to it twice today. So I'm up to 27. And every time I listen to it, my favorite song changes. Yeah. But that last song, I mean, that is haunting. That sticks wow. with me. That, yeah. that is riveting. And what they said is they gave you the lyrics, you know, when they finally finished it, you did your thing, you sent it to them, and that was it. I mean, they were blown away. Sam said he had to go out and walk and walk and walk. <laughs> You know, and think, I remember that. Well, right. I remember that because I, I sent it to him and I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't hate it. <laughs> yeah. Heard from yeah. Him. Normally he texts me right back, but uh, yeah. Right, right. So I guess, I mean, you know, I was in chorus in high school. I was in Madrigals. I was, you know, in the chorus of a couple of shows. You know, my fantasy has always been to stand in front of that mic and be the lead singer in a band. That will never, ever, ever happen. So I'm curious, you know, you, you get lyrics and you don't really consider yourself a singer and you read Sam's words and you deliver this moving, haunting, mesmerizing performance. And I'm curious, like, where does that come from? How are you able to create that? Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, first of all, thank you for, <laughs> for saying that. And, um, you know, it's, it's awesome that you've listened to our album that much. Um, and we definitely appreciate it. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know, like, I don't know that it would be necessarily the same experience doing it with, you know, 
not Sam, who I know, you know, well, and like we've been writing and playing together. So, you know, I think like early on when we'd send each other stuff and, you know, um, it could get a little hard to connect with like the intention behind the lyrics, but that one definitely was one where, um, and I didn't really, you know, get the whole like backstory or intention of it um, until like after I recorded it really. Um, but that was one where I thought it was pretty like relatable in terms of just a lot of, you know, the, the words themselves were very um, universal. Um, so it was easy for that one, you know, I could connect with, you know, myself as someone singing it. Um, and, and I guess hearing what I wanted it to sound like in my head. Right. Um, so I guess that would be <laughs> the best way to say it. Did, did you, did you record it several times and then you landed on something that you really liked and you sent that off? Um, well, I think the first, like, I, I think the first time, maybe the time, so we would go back and, you know, um, you know, the process was we do some rough, um, recordings and then refine it. And then usually, um, I would go back and do the final, final vocals at the very end. That's, I probably think the only song that I didn't do that. Um, but I did do, as I was singing what were, you know, what I was thinking were the scratch vocals is, you know, like our process was, or at least my process for recording is, you know, a ton of takes for every line. And then you kind of like splice them together to get the best ones, um, especially, um, you know, I'm sure there's better singers that don't need to do that, but I do. Um, but um, so I did that with that. So that was the like early takes of that ended up becoming the album takes for, for that song in particular. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's normally the way it goes, um, you know, uh, or at least the way we worked this album is we did a bunch of takes um, and then kind of like picked out the one, you know, in post post-production like that that we thought sounded the best so so that song of sam's do you have like two or three lines of that 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 really stick out to you that you can share with the listeners um i mean i think the chorus um you know honestly like i think um for me the part that stood out the most to me because I, I mean there it does um you know it, do, it does repeat there's not a lot of like you know different words or the courses don't change a lot but um you know sam had this idea in the build um to just um sing that you know um i tried to save you line and to me recording that build um with especially like once we had like at least most of the music underneath um the repetition of that definitely like was probably what what resonated most with me in recording it um like as it built so can you can you share with the listeners what the line is um it's just i tried to save you and, and it's just kind of save you. it's just over and over again i tried yeah. to save you you know i tried yeah. to save you i tried to save you yeah and that can have so many different meanings for so many different people. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
So when you are singing it, is it Matt that's singing it? Or do you like take on some type of a character? Or are you thinking <laughs> of something else? And is it? Um, I don't, th it's, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a character or, or anything like that. I think it's just, um, you know, I, I probably approach it in a way like I, in the same way, like I sing along to my favorite songs, right? You know, um, that that kind of idea without obviously without this the the thing to sing along to, right? So yeah, um, uh, not it not being um, you know my words, but one, but uh, uh, you know, understanding the genesis of it somewhat, right? Um, that that's kind of the probably what what I'm thinking of. So, so when, when the four of you finally decide, okay, we got this, you know, this is exactly as we want it, we put that in the can. And then you go back and listen to it. When you listen to that last song in the album, what does that feel like for you? Oh, I mean, you know, probably, when, you mean when the album was all completely done? No, that last song. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm still so mesmerized and haunted. Oh, last song. Saved you. Yeah, yeah, I mean that one in particular. Like when we finally got all the instrumentation in, um, you know, I think every layer we put in, we kind of said, I don't know what else to add to this, and then we did add something to it, and then I think Nate has like three overlapping and unique cello parts and there's piano and um, electric guitar and all that so like I think when we it, it was one that we kept thinking was done and then we were adding more to it um, and then I think it was kind of like once it once we had everything we, we just knew it was done we're like there's nothing else we can do here um, but yeah I mean I think we all um, you know especially musically is definitely a huge um, departure from our last album, which is primarily acoustic, that type of thing. So um, it was definitely a big, uh, big jump there for us. And so when you listen to that last song, are you satisfied? Do you think, yeah, you know, we did it and that's good to go? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, you know, today, you asked me, I don't know, you asked me in, two years maybe I'll, th I'll think differently but um you know 100 percent. you know and, and and like i that said like i i don't think i i'm i say that jokingly i don't think in two years my opinion will change of it but like definitely this album and you know the song itself right and then this album definitely like i think we kind of it's the best best we can get right <laughs> right now yeah, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if in two years when you reflect back and you listen to that song, you think you're going to think, we did a really good job. I mean, I really, yeah. really like that. That's, that's good. Yeah, and I still think that about our last album, right? Like in, in the songs from that, um, they're, they're very different. And it's definitely like we're, we're a lot better at, at, at what we collectively do have done now with this one um but still like i don't know that there's much i would change on on songs from the last one either. yeah 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 so so the name of the album is navigate and yep. when is it going to be available uh october 9th and and how do people find it um it'll be on spotify apple music um you could just search um 
you know, search early sixes or the early sixes on platform of choice, um, YouTube, Amazon, all that, um, or our website's early sixes.com for that too. So, so there's, there's 10 songs and, and you guys selected what, I mean, I love, I absolutely love it. You selected a song called Chase the Sun to be the first one released. Why did you guys choose that one? Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know that there was, it was one conscious decision that this is absolutely the lead single. There's probably a combination of reasons. Um, one, I mean, it was one of the earlier ones that we had done and completed for sure. And I think when we did that, we were like, Gaz is definitely a single. Um, we thought that probably about, <laughs> about every song, quite honestly, is like, yeah, this could be a single too. Um, so that like whittling down the, the four, which is a lot um, that we're releasing as singles was, um, there was a lot of back and forth on, on how to do that and what the right mix was. Um, but um, for that one in particular, I think it was just like a good for, we thought it was a, um, you know, a good representation that kind of bridged the last album to to this one and like the subsequent songs we'll put out too um that are a little more um a, a little a little more produced than the like more like stripped down acoustic sound of, of the first album but um yeah so that i think that was that was part of the thinking uh also we were kind of completing this as we got down the wire too um you know we we kind of set a release date for ourselves and otherwise we probably would have kept going um and iterating through these and adding songs so um it, it was done it was ready and um we we all felt like it was a good uh representation for the first like of these new sets of songs that we put out so obviously chase the sun it's autobiographical why did you and michelle and and the boys why why did you move from arlington heights to irvine um i mean specifically there was an opportunity to do that but um i think like we um me and michelle had both even before we were together you know always um you know from the first time I'd come to California and even before then, just from the standpoint of like, you know, I think like a lot of people have this uh, almost like romantic, romanticized idea of like moving to the West Coast and, and things like that. Um, so um, it was definitely, it was definitely all of that and, and all of the above and for forever we, you know, we were two kids in in the suburbs with a house. So there was definitely like a sense of that ship had sailed. Um, and then there was an opportunity to do it. Um, that was a good opportunity for us um, to, to move out here and kind of, you know, um, as much as it was, um, you know, um, doing, moving to a place that we'd always wanted to move to and live and, and you know, thought, um, you know, just a, a different way of life having lived both lived in Illinois our whole lives even during college um you know it was as much about like the specific location as like just intentionally like choosing where you live and what your life will be and that kind of that kind of idea 
How how old were your boys when you when you moved? Um, they were seven and two. And so, how did the seven year old feel about moving to California? Um, he was excited. Um, we we had it was a good. Uh, it, it worked out well because we had happened to be here on vacation for the first time in March. Um, and we ended up moving in July. So it was still very fresh in his mind. Right. Um, and, and obviously we were doing all vacation stuff. So it just seemed like a blast. Right. Um, so he was, he was a little bummed to leave. Like he, you know, he has some friends school. Um, so he was definitely bummed for that. Um, and, and moving away from some family, but, um, you know, overall he took it pretty well. He's pretty, uh, resilient pretty it's pretty easy going so when, when i was in my 20s in my mid-20s i moved to phoenix and i stayed in phoenix for two years and then i had never been to la before but it was always it's exactly what you just said it was always a dream of mine to go to la yeah so, so a friend of mine and i we packed up, I had a red Camaro, she had a yellow Camaro. We literally, we drove to Beverly Hills and we rented a room in the Hotel Del Flores in Beverly Hills. It was yeah. probably $59 a room. And, and, and the room itself didn't even have a bathroom. You had to go in the hall and you opened up what used to be a closet and that was the shower. Uh, so, I mean, Chase the Sun, it's my life as well. Yeah. And, and I spent a couple of years there and then hightailed it back to Illinois. And then my wife and I had a daughter who died. We had two sons. My wife died. And a year after my wife died, my kids were going into uh, first grade and third grade. Mm -hmm. I packed them in the car and guess what we did? We moved to California. So yeah. it was the second time that I actually moved to Northern California, but it was the, it's the exact same thing. I mean, I was literally chasing the sun. What, what I love about the album is it reminds me of music that we listened to in the 70s and in the 80s when you know, you sat around with your friends and you had the, the album jacket and you literally, you read the words to the songs and then you played the song again and then you discussed it. You know, what yeah. do you think they meant? Do you think they meant this or no? I think they meant that. That's what I love about this. And I want to ask you about something because in the song, Chase the Sun, one of the lines is, so we leave behind everything we know. What was that like for you and Michelle to literally <laughs> behind everything yeah. you knew? I mean, yeah, it was, it was all the things you'd imagine. I mean, I wrote that song. Um, so I, we, I wrote that song probably over the like three weeks where I was packing up. We did one of those pods, right, to move our stuff. And I probably wrote that song during the three weeks leading up to um, us leaving and I played it for the first time in our just completely empty living room 
um, you know, Tim Michelle and my two boys. <laughs> and that was the first time I ever played the song um, all the way through. And it didn't change, like, lyrically, you know, it didn't change quite that much from, um, from then to when we released it. Um, the instrumentation, obviously, like, um, adding, adding all those guys um, to it definitely took it to a, a different level. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was all those motions you'd imagine, like, having grown up in Chicago um, and, and, you know, very much identifying with that city as home and, and even being in the suburbs and just still, you know, um, I still identify, right. As a, as a Chicago and in a way, right. Um, even being here a year and some change now. Um, so it was all those things you imagine, you know, like it, it's, and, and it's a big move, right. Like with, with two young kids and, and all that. So, uh, anxiety and you know hopefulness and all that right um was probably what was behind that <laughs> this is the line i think this is my favorite line in that song and to me I, th I think this is probably what helped you guys get in that vehicle and head west nothing amazing comes from safe Nothing amazing comes from safe. I mean, I'm 63 years old and that's true. Nothing, nothing amazing in life is going to come if we play it safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, I think, you know, it, it, that came from all the, and, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of this was, you know, kind of psyching myself into into making this jump right and and, and doing it um, and I know obviously people do things crazier than moving across the country people move across the country all the time right um, but still it was you know it's it, it, it still uh, was a big it was a lot of things right it was realizing something we'd wanted to do for a long time and it was um, you know I was always kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop for a long time even after we moved here i'm like there's got to be some you know something's gonna happen <laughs> like this is this this worked out too well right that type of thing so um but but you also i mean yeah. you also wrote these lines you said everything we need will be waiting on the other side at, at the time where you're kind of hoping that was true you weren't exactly sure well, I mean, I think I was, so, I mean, I, you know, when you, I think also in the chorus, I kind of get to that idea and, and I think like, and in, in as much as, um, you know, I had my own concerns about and, and just worry about moving to another place where we, you know, didn't have any family. We had some friends out here, thankfully. Um, but, um, just knowing like, well, we have, you know, we have each other, we have our kids and, you know, we're doing this together and, you know, we've never, any, anything else that's been thrown at us, we've gotten through and we'll get through this if they're, if it's not as great as we hope it is. Right. Um, did, did you ever think, oh, this would be so much easier if I was single, you know, if I was doing it by myself, it'd be easier, but I've got a wife, I've got two kids. You found out Michelle was pregnant. Wow, this is big. <laughs> well, we didn't know until after we were here about the pregnancy part, so I'll take that out of the equation. But, um, you know, um, I, I don't know that I ever had that thought because, you know, I had plenty of opportunities to do that, right? And I didn't. So 
at that time in my life. So I think every, if we were supposed to like do it, right? Like, and all the choices we made led up to us doing it now, right? And maybe if I did it when I was single, right? Like, who knows? I, I, I would, could be out here, I could be somewhere else. I could, you know, like, um, I could be back in Chicago. Um, so, yeah, I never really second guessed it that way, I guess. Okay. One of the things I noticed is that the concept of light, of light, pops up in more than one of your songs and and, and maybe the, these two lines are you know the answer to the question that i just asked you but you say i don't know where the light will lead but i'm not afraid if you're next to me so maybe it was easier for you because it's like i'm not alone she's right here and somehow some way no matter what happens you know we'll take the next step together yeah, yeah. I mean, I very much. I I would agree with that. Yeah. In retrospect, are you, are you glad you made the move? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm sure there will be people listening that maybe maybe the big move is not to move to California, but in this age of the pandemic so much uncertainty, people losing their jobs, people losing their income, losing their houses, people having to reinvent themselves. I mean, the song Chase the Sun, it's much broader than just moving to the West Coast. So what, what's the message to people that are on the fence thinking, you know, should I, should I stay safe? Should I stay safe? And in the area that's familiar or should I take the leap and do it? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I guess, I don't know that I, I, um, I wrote it with, with the intention of, of a broader message and, and I shouldn't say like, I, obviously I wasn't trying to be super specific about it either. Um, but, um, and it's not lost on me that, you know, we were fortunate, to be able to do this and fortunate, you know, even through the pandemic to, to be okay and, and um, still jobs and all, and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's easy to sit and say, you know, just take the leap when, when speaking as someone who had the option to, right. Um, so, I, you know, I, I just think um, what I would say is, and I guess the thing I was think you know processing myself as as i as i wrote it is you know don't get in your own way um more than more than suggesting everyone right um just go you know go uh um throw caution in the wind completely right um and may, maybe that's uh, you know i'm a, i'm a little more of a cautious person but uh, <laughs> yeah i think that's the yeah. Did you did you ever sit down and think though what do I what do we actually have to lose by doing this? I mean, did you ever? Yeah, think, of course. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, what did you have to lose by doing it? I mean, we we were losing our house that we you know and and, and you know like stability, family being close, and 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 all that. Um, so it um, you know. There were there were things to lose. I don't think anything that couldn't be couldn't be regained or we couldn't you know. Um, so it, it definitely is something 
you know, that was thought about in the decision and do it. Um, did did yeah. you actually come to the point where you and Michelle kind of said, well, hey, if it doesn't work out, we'll move back? What's the big deal? Yeah, we. I mean, I'm sure that's definitely some, yeah, that's definitely something we had in our minds. Yeah, you know, we can, we're fortunate enough to have options. We can, we can always come back, right? We can always, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, so, so there's another song out there and it has these lines that I think if someone is in a position where they're on the fence and they're not sure, should I go or should I stay? Because all you have is all you need and where you are is where you're meant to be. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's the song Home. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it's like that, oh, okay, wait a second. All I have is all I need and where I am is where I'm meant to be, regardless of whether or not I'm in Arlington Heights or if I'm, or if I'm in Irvine. So why not go? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I think a lot that song and, and, you know, it's interesting, a lot of the other songs, you know, they could, they could fit together, you know, in, in different ways, musically or thematically or lyrically or, or things like that. And I mean, I'm sure that's a function of us all working on them all together, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it's like there's this thread that's woven from one song to the next, to the next, to the next. And for me, it it is a life message. And that's, I mean, people my age, I mean, that's what we were accustomed to listening to when we were, you know, in college and we were in our 20s. And because I, I can't figure out, it's like, what is it about this album that resonates so deeply yeah. with me? And, you know, it's, it's interesting. You said something earlier about, um, you know, combing over words and lyrics and listening, you know, so intentionally. I think, like, you know, um, that's how I listen to albums too um and and i think it's uh, you know it's a function of finding that music that there is that um that level of uh, attention to the, the specific words used that that definitely um informed our our taste and what we ended up you know doing when we create created our own music um but i was i was exactly the same way um in in terms of how I listen to music and, and the artists that I listen to, um, you know, in the what, late nineties, two thousands, that, that time, time frame. Um, so, so chase the sun is the first single. What's the second single? Uh, the second single is I'm sorry. And that comes out this Friday. Yes. Uh, it comes out this Friday. Yep. Which is the 18th, September 18th. Yes. And then the third single comes out the next Friday? Yes, the 25th. And, and what's that? That one is Saved You, the, that one, the song we talked about. It is? Oh, that Saved You is the third? Yes. Whoa, wow. That's, yeah, I'm excited because I, I'm really, really looking forward to share that one with the people that follow me. And yeah. then is there a fourth or is the next one the album? There is, so we, we will release the, um, the title track, Navigate, as a single um, on the 2nd of October, I believe. And then, yeah, then, then the album comes out two weeks after that. Okay. And, and, and you wrote Navigate? Yes. 
So who are you speaking to? Um, so that's, you know, that song started, um, <coughs> it, it wasn't called Navigate and it wasn't even a song when I kind of first wrote the idea of it. Um, but I, when I had, after I had my first kid, um, I was taking a trip and I never really thought, you know, worried about flying and, and whatever. Right. And so, um, but I, I wrote like a note, um, you know, just in case something happened to me, right. On, on the trip or while I was away and, um, I wrote on it, you know, I just kind of like taped it and put it somewhere where I figured it'd be found at some point (laughs) and just wrote like, just in case, you know, and I found myself that was, you know, my my son's nine now, so that was, uh, you know, eight, nine years ago-ish, um, or he's about to be nine, I should say, um, but, um, so, like, I would, I would revisit it and rewrite it, and obviously, as I had, you know, additional kids, like, rewrite it, and it, it wasn't really, like, any specific thing, and, or, like, I've, you know, figured out life or anything like that but it was you know here's what i here's what i know and here's like if i'm not around like the message i want to leave you with kind of thing wow um so it it was called like and then like as i like thought like well i always thought man maybe if i could figure it out that was probably the hardest song for me to write on the whole album obviously um and i i kept like holding off even playing it for those guys uh, the rest of the band, I'm like, I don't want you guys to hear this until like I feel like I <laughs> I have it like relatively in a good place. Um, but yeah, I probably went through like I was telling them we were catching up like you know like 17 pages of just you know different iterations of how to say certain things, um, and then figuring it out musically, uh, at least like the bass before before they added the um, you know additional parts to it um took took a while um but yeah that so that's kind of the genesis of that and it wasn't called like i didn't have the the idea of navigate as the theme or or anything like that and i think like we were maybe like six songs in and we had talked about that idea of like us creating the album um in different remote different areas and like being far away from each other and like the idea of like distance and stuff like that so that's where that like navigate and I just had like the word navigate in my like you know pages of lyric notes on my phone and I was like I wonder if I could work that into that song and I kind of thought of it in a different way right uh than like geographically navigating right yeah yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah so so yeah that was that kind of helped me unlock that. And and I think the idea to do the song in general is like, and, and a few songs on here, right? It's like a product of like 2020 and just uncertainty and, you know, <laughs> um, and, you know, just wanting to have that out there, right? Um, so, yeah. So what what's your oldest son's name? Ethan. So would you say that that this song now navigate that this is this is a letter this is a message to Ethan and his siblings? I would yeah to all of them yeah I would I would I mean I would say that yeah I mean I I think it's I I try not 
to be too specific, but you know, yeah. like, I think, uh, yeah. like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, you know, that was the, that was the, the genesis of it, certainly. Yeah, and, and, and this line that it sounds like it came towards the end, I promise you'll navigate. I mean, for a dad to say that to his kids, you know, I promise you know, you'll navigate. Somehow, yeah. some way, you'll, you'll figure this out. That's powerful. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> does, does Ethan have any clue that this song is somehow related to him? I mean, he, he loves it. You know, it's funny. Um, I did this on the last album too. Um, it, and it's really like buried in the mix. Um, but I had him like sing some backup vocals like down in the mix on it. So he's technically on it, um, <laughs> you know, buried down there in the vocals. So he loves that uh, aspect of it. Is this uh, the only song he's on? Yes. So it's like, this is his song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, like it, it is what do you think will he tell his friends hey my dad's got a new album and i'm i'm singing on this one oh yeah it's funny he thinks uh like he thinks i'm like like some like it's it's interesting to hear them like talk about our, like our band we were watching the super bowl last year he's like hey what you guys should do the super bowl right like, yeah right <laughs> like <Right>. sure <laughs> It's like it's, it's Maroon Five, and then it's you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, you know, there's there's different there's different levels. Of, or, you know, every all music is valid. There's different levels of uh, of, of music, right? Of of opportunities to perform. Um, I want to tell you something else that really stuck to me. And and now that you're kind of giving me the background, I knew I knew you were writing it to someone, but it wasn't exactly clear who. So when you say, "Don't let," anyone tell you you're too young or too late i love that it's like i'm 63 i you know i'm not too late if i decided i wanted to do x y or z yeah i'm not too late i love that and then you say don't take the life you get don't take the life you get do you know do you know what the follow-up is then do you remember it uh be the one to choose it yeah yeah don't take the life you get that's so empowering but be the one i mean choose your life i mean if every mother and every father said that to their kids well actually if every mother and father believed that that was true for themselves you know create your own life yeah love it, love yeah. it. also like this the world can be ugly but it's so, so beautiful too. So be who you are and don't you forget it. The bad things will change you only if you let them. It's so true and especially in these times. I mean, I, I don't say this apologetically, but the pandemic has been spectacular for me because of the way I've shifted my perception. I mean, the first month, I mean, I hated it, I resisted it, you know. I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this. And then I thought, well, what if I just kind of eased into it? What do I have? I have all this time and no pressure to, you know, to go here, to go here, to go here. And there's nothing on television. So yeah. it's, it's me and me and me. It's been a huge, huge, huge opportunity for my personal growth. 
And I, and I think in a way that's what you're saying. It's like, choose, you know, you get to choose what you're gonna do about your life. When you're lost in the dark, you'll find your way. You know, I promise you'll navigate. So did, was there someone in your life that, you know, gave you that message that empowered you that no matter what came up for you, you, you had what you needed? Um, I mean, sure. There, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, right. Um, you know, family and, and, and parents and, you know, um, I think, and I think it's also just, uh, you know, a product of, um, what I was, what I was <laughs> aiming, you know, I guess aiming for is like, and, and I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm wise or have, or have wisdom to pass down, but you know, like, here's <laughs> what I have learned, <laughs> um, you know, um, myself and, you know, um, just through life so far. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm, certain that michelle has listened to the whole album yes and and what what does she say about it you know this this is this dude i met in depaul and you know we're both in marketing and now he's got his sophomore album what does she say about it um i mean you know it's interesting yeah you know it's um i mean she thinks she thinks it's definitely a huge jump up from our our last album and um you know she she knows you know, backstory definitely on, on songs and things like that. So, I mean, she, she likes it. She's very, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's impressed we were able to do that, especially remotely. So, yeah. I, I want to go back to when, when we were talking about you being the lead singer. Are, are you glad you're the lead singer? Are you comfortable being the lead singer? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess what, the what i um i don't want to say is probably the bad a bad word to use but i cringe at is like the label of lead singer. i enjoy singing i love i love that being that role in that band but like i, I you're in the band um but like i i think like the like lead singer you know there's some like um intention of like you're like the leader of the, you know what I mean? And it's definitely not the case, right? Like we're, we're all pretty. Do, uh, do any of the other guys actually sing? Yeah, Sam, um, Sam s sings, um, actually, uh, he sings back up on the album um, throughout. And then um, he, in the bridge on um, Brand New Eyes, he sings that, um, so yeah. Okay, so it's you and Sam. Sam sings backup. You're the you don't you don't like to be called the lead singer, but you're the singer. I'm the you're, singer. <laughs> you're the voice. You're the, you know, yeah. you're the voice of the band. I think I think you have a spectacular voice, and I think you have a memorable voice. That's what's cool. It's like, oh, that's Matt. Oh, that's Matt. Oh, that's Matt. What what? I mean. Can you imagine a time when something happens and you go, hey, you know, I'm pretty good. I, I like my voice. I'm a pretty good singer. Like what would have to happen for you to be comfortable? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely recognize that I like can, um, 
am, am okay enough to be represent, <laughs> representative of the album, you know. Um, but I don't know, you know, I, I don't know. I guess, you know, I don't, I don't know what that would, what that would be. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, yeah. you, do you read music? I don't. Yeah, I was stunned to hear that neither, uh, neither of the Zuba boys read music. The only one that does is Nate. Yeah, I, I, I don't read music. I'm, yeah, I am completely like by ear or, or that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's the extent of, of instrument lessons that you've had? Or are you all self-taught? I haven't had any instrument lessons. I guess you could say I, I did. I did kind of um, learn to play piano on this album and the extent of that knowledge was what I picked up from my son's lessons that he got. <laughs> so I kind of by proxy got the super um, beginner piano lessons. Um, that's probably the extent of it though. And, and do you play piano on some of the songs? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk to Matt tomorrow, but what's it been like from, I mean, for Nate, what's it been like for Nate? to be with three other musicians, none of whom know how to read music. Probably infuriating, but um, <laughs> no. Um, we, we do rely on Nate um, quite a bit for like, I guess you could say that's like our music education is Nate, right? He, yeah. <laughs> um, he definitely like, you know, what key is this in and what are the, you know, and like, what are the what are the notes in the key and what does that even mean uh, that kind of thing he he definitely is the one to uh give us that um that guidance so you said he plays cello does he play any other instruments on the album uh nope just cello yeah and and the fact that you guys have a cello player i mean to me that really really raises you up a notch yeah. or 10 i mean that is so beautiful yeah that's definitely what we always uh, felt was our like unique thing is Nate. <laughs> yeah. Not only like musically, his musical knowledge, but uh, his, uh, the cello. And, and then Danny said um, his daughter played the flute on, on yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. They just sent me that one day with the, I was like, where did this flute come from? And they're yeah. like, oh, that's Haley. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me, I don't even know if I told Dan, like when we submitted, like we credited Haley on it and everything. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So, so how did, how did the band, um, how'd you guys get together? I mean, whose idea was that? And um, So we, um, I mean, we, we all knew each other. We were all friends. Right. Um, and we, I think um, w when we like actually like trace us back, like we just started, I think we were playing like the video game rock band um, is where we, when we started to like get the idea of, oh, maybe we should like, we all kind of play instruments, like we should like jam or something or like, we'll just like, we would, you know, before going out in Chicago, like um, get together and just like play instruments and before we go out that night or something like that. So was this when you were in college or after college? um it was a little it was a it was a little bit both probably a little more after um like get on the tail end um so yeah it was um depending on who you ask you know sam is was in college and um but yeah and, and like who who was the who was the ringleader who said hey we should get together again and let's let's do that again let's do that again let's keep it going 
I mean, I don't know if there was one. Um, we we tended to like when we started to do it a bit more. Um, we tended to like congregate in my basement in Arlington Heights. Um, that's where we recorded the first album. Um, so it, it was, you know, maybe a function of me being kind of equidistant with Rockford and Chicago and, and everyone else um, in, in various areas. So. so you never lived in Rockford? No. And, and then, then your connection to those guys is through Michelle because we went to school with them. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, I would, I would say even, you know, uh, probably further back Nate, you know, is, uh, of the, of the band, Nate is the first person I met, um, you know, inclusive of Michelle too, but yeah, that's how I kind of got into, into that group <laughs> of, of friends um, that I'll still Did, did Nate grow up in Rockford? He did. Yeah. Or, well, um, oh geez. I, I, the name is escaping, not Rockford proper. Okay, but but but, but are you the one though that brought Nate to the party because you met him in DePaul? No, no. They Nate knew everyone. Nate knew everyone prior to me knowing everyone. Oh, okay. So Nate, Nate, I think actually was um, knew people from going to Rock Valley. So okay, high, yeah. So I think that's where where Nate knew everyone, and then I was kind of the. Yeah, so of, of, <laughs> of the four, yeah, you're the last one to enter, and you entered yeah. because of Michelle. Yeah, yeah, or you could say because I knew I met Nate. Me and Nate became friends, and right? That's how I that's how I met Michelle. But yeah, okay. Uh, so again, the name of the album is Navigate, and it comes out October 9th. What's why should someone listen to it? I mean, they've, they've listened to us talk for almost an hour. I love it. I mean, I've listened to it, like I said, now 27 times. Every single time that I listen to it, my favorite song is different. I think you have such a unique sound to your voice. I love the instrumentation. But what I love the most is two things. One is, unlike a lot of music out there, there are melodies that I find myself kind of humming throughout the day. They stick with me, but the bottom line is the lyrics draw me in. I mean, they, they make me think and they make me wonder and I can apply them to my life. I mean, I have a 25 year old son, you know, I'm a dad too. So the yeah. messages are men, many and significant. Um, I guess, you know, if someone said, hey, you got a new album, why should I buy it? Um, huh, that's good. That, that's a good question. I mean, um, trying to think of a good answer for, for that. I mean, I guess what I would say is, you know, um, we put a lot of thought and work into it and we think it's, we think it's, we're proud of it, you know, um, and there's a lot of music out there to listen to um, and we think it's something different um and you know independently produced and all that so so give it a, you know give it a shot yeah i also um, think it has yeah. i also think it has a i think it has messages for these uncertain extraordinary times that we're living in you know unprecedented i guess unprecedented times that we're living in yeah, I mean, it, it, that's definitely not something we we consciously um, 
set out to do but i think i mean i think there's gonna be a lot of music that's produced during this time of everyone but you know like i i i know just from the artists i follow like everyone's writing an album right um and i don't think we intentionally thought this is a product of the 2020 pandemic right or like about that but you know you can't help but be influenced by the time period that you you know create something yeah yeah, I, I said to um, to Danny and Sam, having listened to it, now I would really, really like to see you guys perform it live. You know, yeah. I realize, well, I don't know how that's going to happen, but have yeah. you guys thought about it? It's like, how how could you make that happen? Yeah, so we, we have thought about it. Um, and, and what's interesting is like a lot of people are figuring that out right now, right? Um, we're, we're actually actively figuring out a way to, to do that. Maybe not exactly live, live, but in a lot of ways too, with us living in different um, parts of the country, I, I kind of said to those guys, well, it kind of, we're kind of on a level playing field with everyone else. No one else can go tour right now. <laughs> and no one else can, I mean, some people are figuring out how to do it with drive-ins and, and things like that. Um, uh, but, you know, it's kind of bigger acts that are doing that right now. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, we are trying to figure out a way to do that. Um, I think we'll, we'll, we're actually like working on it this week. So hopefully we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out and we will be able to do that um, and going forward too. So, so if somehow, some way it worked out that you could do music full time and you'd have to give up the marketing gig, what, what, how would that feel to you? Um, I mean, you know, it's a big hypothetical, right? Like I, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I love music and, you know, it's, it's something I enjoy doing. Um, and it's something that I also enjoy because it's not my job also too, yeah, <laughs> when I think true. about it. Um, right. Um, so I, I mean, I, you know, it, it's a hypothetical, right? Like there's a lot that comes with it when you think about touring and being away and right. Um, the, what that is. So, um, you know, I, I do want to keep making music. I do want to put it out there and yeah, I mean, if that was a way for that to become something you know it's something i look at but like i wouldn't want to sacrifice you know things i have you know closeness you know being able to see my kids every day things like that right yeah um but it's you know of course it's a of course anyone who picks up a guitar dreams of <laughs> or thinks of that someday right uh, so yeah you know it's kind of interesting though with the pandemic and with people becoming more and more accustomed to talking to each other like this and you know, being entertained like this, it'll be interesting to see if it's possible to, you know, have a, a really thriving career in the music industry and not have to leave your home at all. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting, right? Like, yeah, like I, I kind of joked earlier, like it's kind of a level playing field, but you know, also like, I, you know, there are, there is obviously like a whole industry and people and like touring people that, you know, are supported and that's their livelihood, right? So there's there's a balance there, right? Of you, you hope it doesn't become too much that those people don't, you know, don't have jobs and livelihoods anymore if, if everyone's just remote. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, you know, 
more music and more people producing music in general um, is is never a bad thing. Yeah. So so I'm a writer. I've written two books. I'm an artist. I, I absolutely love to produce art. And, and I would say, you know, I came into the planet an artist. That's my true nature. I'm an artist. Do you feel, are you, are you a musician? Um, like in, in a sense of like, this is, this is what I would, you know, was, was here to do kind of idea. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, this, like for me, I feel happiest. I feel most fulfilled. I know I'm doing what I came here to do when somehow, some way I'm working in the area of art. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, I will say like, um, I, I'm probably similar in that respect that I, you know, music is obviously a big part of it. And, and, and when I'm very passionate about doing, um, but all around that, right. Like I, you know, I would, I haven't done as much, but like, you know, paint or like do, you know, like, design video like all that all that type of stuff is is always been really interesting to me and um you know i always like i i've always tried to figure out like why i haven't like gone super in depth in anything but i feel like i like to do like a little like i like to do a little bit of a lot of things than a lot of one thing like okay. you know like I'd have, i went through like a woodworking phase and went through you know <laughs> you know you kind of have that um but music definitely is like of of all that is 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 the constant or has been for me at least for the past you know 10 plus years that we've been kind of doing this on and off could you see a day when you're not producing music anymore or do you think music will always have a presence in your life i think in some way or another yeah i mean you know i I go to mics and I, and I see people, you know, they're, you know, in, in their seventies and eighties still just playing. Right. Like, right. And, and, you know, I think that, it, you know, I think it's, I think it's something sometimes people take breaks from sometimes, you know, but it's, you know, something they come back to. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely see that. And can could can you see either of your sons following in your footsteps? Are either of them musical? Um, yeah, hundred percent. My so my 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 son Ethan, um, he played. He started out taking piano lessons. He's in School of Rock now, and he does. He just did his first like. They've been doing all their lessons remote, but they did like an outdoor concert, and they all wore masks and were distanced. So he did his first like outdoor, socially distanced performance and um so yeah he and he's you know he's probably better at the guitar than me at this point quite honestly but <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit but um he's yeah so he he definitely has uh interest and passion the other ones are, are too little to tell yeah. but i can yeah I can hey, has, has ethan ever said hey dad when when can i play with the band oh yeah he's he he's already said Listen, when you get too old, I'm gonna replace you. Okay. The, in the early sixes, uh -huh. replace the whole band, and yeah, that's his. That's his. That's his like uh, future plans. Is and and has he kind of got okay? Start working on the third album, penciled in his calendar. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's he's figured out like when he can replace me, and I could just manage the band, and yeah. <laughs>
so so this is an exciting time for you guys i'm excited for you that uh you know the october date is coming closer and closer and the whole world's going to get to hear this incredible album yeah me too i'm i'm definitely it's it's interesting like i've kind of not like i've, I've gone a, a few days from or i should say a week or so of just like you know life plus like just getting all the like promotional stuff we're trying to do um just to like get get the album out there um i haven't sat down and listened to it that much but i, I definitely need to do that again soon um which is good like i like taking a little break yeah, and yeah well I, yeah. my hunch is it'll yeah. sound fresh and new to you when you when you mm -hmm. go back to it do you mm -hmm. like like will the will the four of you guys the guys in the band will you do anything significant on the ninth when the album is released you know, we have, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. We, we haven't talked specifically about what that is, but I, I'm sure we will. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the name of the album is Navigate and, and they can go to your website. Yep. Yep. Uh, first single's out now. And then there's like, you can pre-save it on Spotify or if you follow us, it'll show up on your release radar and all that, all that fun stuff. And the name of the band is Early Sixes. Google it. You can find the website. You can find the album. Yeah. Thanks for spending an hour with me, Matt. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks I, for having us all on. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I really, really look forward to the day. Who knows when it's going to be when we'll actually all be in the same room and we'll get to hear you guys play this live. Yeah, I, I, I would love I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks. Okay. Take good care. You too.